Welcome to the Life Church STL podcast. Wherever you're joining us from, we hope this message encourages and inspires you. Thanks for listening and enjoy today's message. We're going to be starting a series called Students of Wisdom. And uh, do you guys know what it's about? You know what, what book we're studying? Okay, Proverbs. A couple of people knew. The rest of you need to read your Bible. Just kidding. I know you all knew. You just didn't say it. You may be like me. If I was sitting out there and somebody asked a question, I probably wouldn't respond either, so I don't blame you. Um, but respond, okay? Even if I wouldn't, just respond, okay? I, it's, it's okay to... I have so many times, you know, and I know that Pastor Rick, my dad, is, has had this happen too, you know, and people are like, you know, oh, man, I, I just felt like getting up and shouting. I was just like, ooh, I'm like, why didn't you? You know, um, like, I just wanted to respond. We'll respond, you know. And look, this is, again, like I was saying, some things are super difficult to explain because, you know, whenever I say that, um, make sure it's not you, you know, make sure it's God. Make sure it's the moment. Make sure that he's the one speaking it to you, you know, because we can get into ourself and, and, and our own emotions and, and be doing something just because we're wanting to be loud and crazy or maybe wanting somebody to see us, you know, but not that. But don't be afraid to talk. Don't be afraid to shout. You know, like you see people at like whatever. I've, I mean, I've heard many pastors say this. I, I hate saying stuff that I hear you know, pastors say, you know, I feel like I just don't want to be one of those guys, you know, but, you know, people say, oh, you shouted the basketball game, you shouted the football game, you know, why can't you shout in church? But it's, it's a true story, so I'm going to say it, okay, even though I don't like repeating something that's been repeated over and over and over again, but it's the true, it's true. Why do we hesitate to celebrate and shout about who God is, and we'll go out there, and some guy that, you know, like we, woo, he can make a basket, you know, which is awesome, way better than me. He can play basketball way better than me. There's the guys in here that can play way better, way better than I can. So it's awesome. We get to celebrate and shout about who they are and, and what they've accomplished, but how much more so God, the creator of heaven and earth, The one that formed us, that allowed us to be here. Anyway, this is not my message, okay? So, see, Proverbs, you come to this book in the Bible and and you have this, this book, it's like a book of instruction. What are Proverbs? Proverbs are sayings, short statements, or poems, or diff- different things that have been written by somebody that has gone through something, has taken the knowledge they've learned, and actually applied it in a, in a situation and come through with an outcome and understands whether something's going to work or not work. See, oh, like sometimes we can have the knowledge or say like, oh, I know what you're supposed to do in this situation. But have you been through it and have you actually walked that thing out 
walked through, seen an outcome, and be able to give an understanding of what happened throughout that situation and how those things worked out and have a knowledge. See, that's what Proverbs are. You have in the, in the first part of the Bible before Proverbs, there's so many moments and really all throughout those books that God is commanding, that he is saying, thou shalt or thou shalt not or this is who I am and this is what you should do in these commandments of how to worship him how to love him, how to obey him, all these things. And we come to this moment now where you have this book of the Bible where it's not God saying something, but it's a person saying something based on what they've learned from following God. Somebody that's already gone through it. Somebody that has an understanding. Are we listening to the wisdom of those that have experienced what we're going through at this moment? See, so many times, you know, and I, I'm, I'm one of these people. And my son, God love him. I think he took after me in this way. But, you know, I've, I've taught my, my kids how to drive really well because I, I do claim to be a very good driver. Even though if you look, if you've ridden with me, <laughs> people are like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And I like, did you die? First of all. And second of all, do you have a professional driver's license like I do? Third, almost everybody I know has had way more wrecks than I have. Don't talk to me about how much I'm watching the road Let's get these other details out of the way. I am a better driver than you. Okay. But back to my son. <laughs> and myself. I was really talking about myself, and then it reminded me of him. But we come to these moments where we're in a situation, and somebody's like, hey, listen. Let me give you a little advice. And you'd be like, I got this. I got this. And I, I'm, that, I'm that way. And because I want to talk about my son, too, because I miss him. He's away at college. So I'm going to talk bad about him a little bit. But anyway, teaching that kid how to He drives really well, like really well now. But before he got his license and I was bringing him up to this very parking lot, and trying to teach him how to parallel park. And I'm like, listen, you got to, he listened to like half of a sentence. He's like, I got this. You know, I'm like, bro, I have been driving for like, I don't know, like twice the length of your life. I've been driving for a long time. And actually, you can ask, you can ask anybody that, that's, parallel parked in the car with me, that I am the best parallel parker in the world. And I just want to show you, I want to tell you, I, I, I want to show you how to do this. It's I, I, just getting frustrated. It's like, I want to do it, you know? I just, let, let me do it. I know how to do it. And I'm like, how? You've never been through this before. You've never 
you never been in the real world and parked on a street on the side of a road and there's two actual cars in front of and behind you, you know, and, and you got to park in between them. You've never done that. But that's so much is how we are in situations and what we're walking through and, and, and in our life, you know. And there's people around us that, that have gone through it. Usually they're older than us, maybe not all the time, usually. We've got amazing senior adults here. And I want to hear all the stories and all the things that they've learned. And you say, oh, they're just older. If you say that, watch out. They will get you. <laughs> they will get you, I promise. They almost got me because they, you, you know why I'm wearing this thing on my head? It's because they told me, if they couldn't hear me, that they were going to stand up and yell, I can't hear you. <laughs> Do you know what I did? I got one of these. Listen, are you going to listen to those that have gone before you, that have learned these things, have walked these things out? That's, that's what this, this book is. Can we, can we dive into it and learn a little bit about what it's talking to us about? <laughs> Proverbs 1.8, it says, Listen, my son, to your father's instruction and do not forsake your mother's teaching. First of all, we have to listen. Are, are, are we listening? Are our ears open to hear? Are we saying, I got this? Or are we saying, you know, so many times, and I know, and we've all done this before. I'm not saying you're doing it now, but, but, like you, but you don't really know. Like, I don't care. I don't care if it was exactly the same. Just give me something. Give me those nuggets of wisdom. Give me, give me a little bit of something, and it might apply to what I'm going through. How could we possibly not accept advice or wisdom from somebody that's been through more life than we have? It's been in that place. So in Proverbs 1.6. So you have it 1.8. It says, listen. But as you go through 1 through 6, it's like this little like glimpse of like, here's what you're going to get. Or hopefully, what's going to happen. Especially if you follow and, and, and kind of like do what I'm saying here in these couple of verses. And it says, this is the Proverbs of Solomon, son of David king of Israel. And these Proverbs are to know the words of understanding. So these are so that you can know and understand what's going on in life, how life should be lived, what it's about, how to navigate it, the right decisions to make things to run away from, and things to run to. This is what these Proverbs are about, to know wisdom and instruction. But how? How do, how do we do that? And, and it gives you this, see, it's so funny, sometimes, and I don't, I don't know if you're like me, but like so many times, I mean, I've, I've read through 
Bible, scriptures, all these things. And I love that sometimes things just jump right out at you. And, and you're like, ooh, ooh, that's good. And you've got this, this whole book that's got all this stuff in it. But right at the beginning, I just love, it. verse 3, it says, so, or verse Sorry, verse 2, it says, to know wisdom and instruction. How do we do that? He said, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, give you a couple instructions of, of, of how to kind of go about getting this wisdom and understanding. It says, to perceive the words of understanding. To perceive. It's an it's a interesting word. You guys know what perceive means? means to become aware of, to become aware of something. Allow yourself to become aware of. You know, and this is Pastor Rick's story, but I heard him tell this one time, and it's always just like gotten me. And it did, it did him too. But at some point, in some place, I don't even know where it was or who it was, but it was a pastor, and then it had come to this place after years and years of being a pastor in this place where they stopped perceiving. They stopped learning. And he said, oh, I've preached it all. I've read it all. I don't really have to even study anymore or something like that. And Pastor Rick, of course, in that moment was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm going to back up. You know, don't stand too close. You don't know what's going to happen. Lightning might strike. God might just pillar salt, something. I don't know. I'm just walking away. But that's always hit me too. And that story and, and saying, I don't want to ever, ever come to the point where I'm not a learner, where I'm not a grower, where I don't perceive, you know, where I'm not able to, like, in that moment, that guy was basically saying, there's nothing else for me to become aware of. I know it all. And that is just the furthest thing from the truth. No matter how old we are, or no matter how much we've been through. But to perceive, verse 3, to receive the instruction of wisdom. Are we perceiving? And then it says, and then also to receive. Are you a good receiver? I said that, I think, last week that somebody, that somebody asked me if I was a good receiver, and it kind of took me off guard. I was like, I, what? I don't, I mean, are you a good receiver? Because they wanted to give me something. And, and I've, which, what's really cool is I've like, because they asked me that question, I've had to really think about it lately. Are you, are you a good receiver? And it's, if you're a good receiver, it's being able to take that in and allow it to, to sit and to become a part of you. I'm talking more about like the knowledge and God and all that stuff right now. But I mean, if it's like a gift, can you receive this gift? Well, it's, it's taking it without any kind of attitude or, or I deserve this any kind of pride or any kind of resistance. It's, it's 
welcoming that in to become a part of who you are? Are you a good receiver? I want to I be a good receiver. I want to receive what is being spoken to me and allow that to do something in my life. It says to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity. Verse 4, to give prudence to the simple and to the young man knowledge and discretion. Man, <laughs> to know, how do we, it's like you have to know, you have to learn, have this understanding of wisdom. How do you do that? First, perceiving, becoming aware of. Are you in the place where you can become aware of? To receive, are you a good receiver? Can you allow that stuff to come in? And then to give. Wow. Do you receive it well? But then also, are you going to give it well? To give prudence. It's telling you, these are the things that I'm going to be talking about in this whole book. These are the things. I'm going to give you a glimpse and tell you exactly what you're going to need to do and to know to live this stuff out in your life. You've got to be able to give. In verse 5, a wise man will hear and increase learning. And a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. Can you hear and attain? Like, oh yeah, I can, I can hear. I can, I can hear that. No, this, this is not just like to hear, like hearing a noise. It's to allow it to go in and to process. Can you hear it? Can you process it? Can you, can you allow it to come in? Can you receive that? It's, it's the same as that receiving. Can you hear that? And attain it. And in verse 6, to understand a proverb and an enigma, the words of the wise and their riddles. To understand all these things are things that we need in order to walk through this book. And he's saying, this is what I'm really even giving you in this book. But I love this little glimpse that he gives us. This little picture. And I, and I was just reading that. And, and I don't know about you. And maybe you can read over it later. And you, hopefully it'll jump out like it did to me. But like, man, there's some things in my life that I need to check that I need to make sure that I am a receiver, that I'm a, a giver, you know, that I, can, that I can give what I've learned or what I've been given. Can I, can I receive it first, but then not just receiving it, because I can't hold all this if I hold it, right? I said this before. If you hold on to something, you're not able to get more. But can we give it? and allow that to grow, then, of course, the way God works is whenever we actually let that flow through our hands or, or even our mouth, if we, if we receive that understanding, that knowledge, that wisdom from Him, and then we are able to give it, if we give it away and don't keep it to ourselves, then He's going to give us something bigger and say, here, why don't you have this? 
Let's see what you can do with this. Can I give it? Can I hear? Can I understand? And the whole purpose of this book is to help us gain wisdom and understanding to live well, to live like God has called us to live. You know, and, and I, I, you know, not even just talking about this book, but just the Bible and God and messages. Like, I want to always be able to receive. To not say, oh, I wasn't able to get anything from that. I can get something. Look, the... The people that I look up to the most, and I think, in my own opinion, are the furthest along and, and the, the strongest in God are ones that learn from the smallest or even a, something or some situation or something that's being said even by somebody that is a baby. You say, well, I, I just wasn't able to receive from that. That's not the person's fault. That's your fault. That's not because they weren't given something. You're like, ah, I know all that. Really? I, like I said before, I, I've read this before, but there's things that have jumped out to me like they never have before. Right? Like, it's, it's not the person that's, that's speaking, it's you. Are you able to receive and hear? Do you have ears to hear? Oh, man. And then this word wisdom. I love it. I think I already mentioned this, but this word wisdom, wisdom is, I'm not, okay, chachma, something like that. Um, but this word wisdom isn't just a knowledge or like I've got something memorized. See, when we talk about wisdom, especially right here, what this is talking about, and you look this up in the Greek, it's understanding that is put into action. To have the knowledge is, <laughs> it's like that cartoon, I can't remember which one, it was like Captain Planet or something. It, you know, it's like only half the battle, you know. Half the battle is the knowledge. The rest of the battle is the wisdom, is being able to walk that out, is to put action to what you know. This word, this wisdom, is its skill in war. Like, you can... You can Watch all the Bruce Lee videos and, and, and read all the books about kung fu or sword fighting or any of these. Like you can have all the knowledge, but until it's put into action and put to the test or you're actually doing it against somebody or something, there's nothing been put to it like put action put to it, and you don't actually know it. You know what I'm saying? 
It's like so, so many times we, we don't think that way about our understanding and our knowledge of God and our relationship with God. We don't think that way. But of course, we'd all think that way if it's like, no, I, I watched all the basketball instruction videos. I read exactly how to dribble the ball and to shoot. I've got, I've got the mathematics all down. And like, yeah, you can do that, right? You can have all that knowledge and all that understanding, but until you go out and practice it, you actually have the ball in your hand. It's the same with this. It's like, yeah, I know the Bible. I don't care if you know the Bible. Do you do what the Bible tells you to do? Do you walk that out? Have you actually put that into action in your life? Surprisingly, so many times, it's not the case for four people. I'm not calling you out. You guys are all amazing. You just put it all into action. But I'm saying so many times, we, we don't have that same understanding about God and our walk with God and the Bible. And it's like, yeah, right, but I memorized this first. Yeah, but then you went out and cussed somebody out in the parking lot. You know, like, what is it actually done in your life? And how are you walking it out? There's an action to it. It's like in, in verse, uh, actually, in Exodus 31. Starting in verse 1, it says, Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, See, I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, and I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship. See, it, it, as it's explaining this, he's like, I've, I've given him this wisdom and understanding and work, like in workmanship. I love that. Our, our workmanship becomes top, top tier with wisdom, which is something put into action, not just something being known. The craftsmanship. I love watching shows about like people building stuff with wood or there's a show called Forged in Fire which is pretty sweet. Has anybody ever seen it? And these like blacksmiths and basically they all like make knives and swords and all this stuff. And to see them, the craftsmanship, the workmanship that they have done and you know, you know these people on this show have been doing this for years upon years. And the way that they are able to make this thing that somebody is asking them to make is because they've made hundreds of them. They've swung that hammer thousands upon thousands of times. They know exactly when to put that hot blade into the oil or the water and, and, and to cool it down so it hardens. And I don't know about you, I love like those kind of, Things And I love the analogy that, that this brings into our life because as we walk these things out, we're able over and over and over walking with God, with the knowledge that he's given us. But then wisdom comes through walking through a situation 
over and over and knowing like maybe, hey, maybe one time I didn't do it exactly the way that he said, but I know that it didn't turn out the way it was supposed to or good because I didn't do what God had told me in the first place. And actually, you know, like sometimes whenever they do it too quick, they quench it too quick. It's too hot. You know, you're like, whoa, I'm, you know, in our lives, you know, you get all hot. And you're like, I'm going to do this. And they put it in this oil and all of a sudden it cracks because they didn't give it the time that it needed. The whole thing is ruined. Because they did, no, I've done this before. And maybe I messed it up last time. But I'm going to walk this out again. And this time I'm coming with wisdom. This time I'm coming with an understanding because I've already walked through this before. Or we're able to receive that from somebody else because they have walked through this before. How? Listen, you know, thinking about, of course, like I said, myself or my son in the whole teaching him to drive a car, it's like, it's hard sometimes for us to receive, but then to think about it, like if I can get, wisdom from somebody like that I could actually you know you don't need to you're not supposed to skip through things and fast forward through things but there is a way you know it's like the cheat in in like the original Super Mario Brothers there's like this hidden little tunnel and you hit it and it takes you forward like 10 levels you know you don't know I'm the only one you know what I'm saying that's, that's what receiving wisdom from somebody is like. Oh, you mean I, I actually don't have to walk through all those hardships? Not that you won't have to walk through anything, but I don't have, like I can learn from somebody that's walked through this before, that's been through it multiple times or even hundreds, whatever. Like, and I can, I can hit that, that warp tunnel. And jump forward if I could receive, if I can receive well, if, if I have the ears to hear, if I can understand. And then in Proverbs 1 7, it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of all wisdom. I'm debating whether I should keep going. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of all wisdom. Would you stand with me? Thanks for listening today. We pray this message encourages you. If you have any questions or you'd like to learn more about us as a church, you can always visit us online by going to lifechurchstl.com.